go. We're live over here too. Coming up. Mm -hmm. Coming up. Boom. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 300 and something something off the lip radio show. Neil, what was it? 389, I think. 389 off the lip radio show. And tonight. Don't, we, don't, don't mess it up. We got a big one. We have Kaylin Winter here. No? Yeah. Kylan. Kylan. <laughs> I'm just doing it fun. We have Kylan Winter here. She is uh, going to be a senior at SoCal High School right here in Santa Cruz County. Yep. Um, a fantastic swimmer, amazing ah. athlete, paddleboarder. We'll get into that. Um, welcome to the show, by the way. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Neil. This was, um, this was Jeff Denholm's uh, idea. Jeff did say, Jeff, if you're watching, thank you. Jeff thank suggested you, Jeff. that you come to the show because yeah. he says you're an amazing athlete yeah. that Adam. our viewers want to know more about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you and so much. here we are. Right. And first and <laughs> foremost, we want to talk about, because you are signing to go to college where? Uh, at University of Alabama. On a swimming scholarship. Yes. I got to ask her about that. Well, how many I mean, swimming I mean, scholarships do we have in Santa Cruz? Are, are, do you know how many? Um, actually, so the team that I'm on, uh, we have uh, several kids who have committed to college. Um, we have Mason Carlton, Ella Mazurik, and also my uh, teammate Danielle Carter. So we have a total of four kids who are verbally committed to go to school. And that's all from what's, that's, what swim team? From SoCal. Uh, no, that's from um, Quicksilver Swimming. And okay. three of us go to... Uh, SoCal High School. Is Quicksilver what the Threshers used to be? Is um, that? Kind of. So the Cabrillo Threshers was a team here in Santa Cruz, and the Cabrillo Threshers actually disbanded uh, several years ago. And then, um, like, a few teams came out of place, uh, out of its place, and Quicksilver was one of them. And so Quicksilver is, um, the main part of the team is located in San Jose, and um, I'm part of a satellite group out in Santa Cruz. Wow. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very yeah. organized. I mean, did Alabama contact you or did you contact them? <laughs> and why did you pick Alabama? Because it's obviously a lot different than it is to, you know, to Santa Cruz as far as the climate yeah. and uh, no ocean. And it's, mm -hmm. uh, how, how, did, how come you picked that school? You know, um, so actually last year around this time was when recruiting started. And so, um, I was getting contacted by schools and they would, uh, you know, trying to recruit me, trying to learn more about me, who I am um, as an individual, how I would fit on the team. And so um, this past fall and winter, I was taking a lot of trips just around the country to like see schools that I, I was really interested in. Which ones were you interested in, may I ask? Oh, yes. Uh, so I took a total of six trips five official visits and one unofficial visit. I went to um, University of Indiana, USC, um, Michigan, um, Alabama, UCLA, and uh, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. And now all, the, all those wow. schools, all those, yeah. <laughs> all, <laughs> all those schools uh, have a predominant um, aquatic uh, Oh, yes. Swim, yes. swim team? Yes. Because Alabama, you think of Alabama, you think of football. <laughs> yeah, right? you think of football. But actually, um, one of the things I was really drawn to about Alabama was they have a new staff this year, 
and uh, with new goals. And uh, I really think that the team is going to become one to watch. And um, they're going to really uh, rise up and become um, a really well-rounded team. Right. Hmm. What's, what stroke do you do? What's your... What's your so, what's your claim to fame? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a sprinter and I do sprint freestyle and sprint butterfly, and um, my best events are like the 50 freestyle, the 100 butterfly, uh, 100 free, and even 200 butterfly. Let's brag about some times. <laughs> 50 freestyle, 50 yard freestyle, my, or 50 meter freestyle. Okay, so my 50 yard freestyle is a 22. Two nine. Wow. <laughs> I think I, I think you could beat that TC. No, I think I was like a twenty nine <laughs> or something. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just trying to set up a challenge. So that's okay. Keep going. So fifty meter. Uh, my fifty meter free is twenty six two. That's actually like two tenths off the uh, Olympic trials time right now. Wow. Is that is that that's that's all she's for real, Neil. I know she. I told you, <laughs> you know, no one sits that no one sits in that chair. That's a bum. Wow. Right. We just get the top. We get the cream of the crop here. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so sprinting is like um, uh, to me a real elite category of swimming. Like there's that's such a short window of you're in you're in that race. Exactly. And the uh, the margin of error is I mean one bad one bad start you're done. You can't make it up a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, why did what how why are you a sprinter <laughs> i think it's a combination of a few things like um just physically and uh like internally like my muscles just that's how they they're quick uh, i'm forgetting the term they're quick fire muscles they're um fast twitch fast twitch muscles so um <laughs> like i do well with high intensity for a short amount of time and then um also, I just personally, I love sprinting. I just love going as fast as I can in that short window of time and just seeing like what I can do speed wise. Is the training regimen different for sprinters? Like, oh, yes. Like, like a running back or kind of thing? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like sprinters, um, we train way different, uh, a lot differently than our like more distant swimmers. Like um, we do a lot more power and um we have to have a lot more focus on like just technique and like those technical items like our starts our turns the transitions between like our breakouts and um and like our uh our underwater dolphin kicks right hmm. did this old, did this whole thing start for you at the capitol junior guards did yeah. it, like your parents dragging you down there <laughs> right actually yeah so i really found out that um i loved being in the water and swimming like when I was doing Capitola Junior Guards, when I was doing Junior Guards, and I was able to find that um, I loved being in the water and swimming was just kind of one of my strong suits. And so I, after Capitola Junior Guards, I went into a swim team and just stayed in it. Hmm. Did you beat up the kids in swimming in Junior Guards? Did you win a lot? (laughs) I did well, yeah. <laughs> She's very modest. I know. <laughs> so in the, let's talk about paddling a little bit. We'll get back to swimming. Yeah. Um, so you're a sprinter, but you like long-distance paddling. I know. It's That's kind of weird. That, is that is yeah. it, 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 two different training regiments going on there? Yeah, exactly. Does one, one complement the other at all or no? Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, through paddling, I've really strengthened up um, just like my 
my body like I've gotten a, I've gotten a lot stronger through paddling and then I've also um learned just how to feel water differently and how to uh it sounds weird but like in swimming you'd understand like or just in paddling in general it's like I um I'm able to catch the water and um insert more power into uh, my strokes and then just also for me paddling is a great mental break from swimming and it helps me stay focused and fired up to uh, continue to compete and really just do the best I can. Would you rather train for swimming or train for paddling? Actually I think the training complements each other. So if I'm training for swimming, then I can hop on a paddleboard and be fine. And if I'm training for paddling, I can usually swim pretty well also. Is Now, sometimes when you go to college, they say, you know, like the football guys can't go surfing. <laughs> are, they, are they saying, like, do they keep you under control? Are you allowed to go paddle still? You know, actually, one of the things that I was really drawn to Alabama with um, was because uh, my coaches, my future coaches, are really supportive of me paddling, and they've seen that as an outlet for me to um, really do well in swimming, and they've seen that, like, through paddling, um, I've been able to, uh, like, help my swimming abilities, and it's just been a part of who I am, so they don't want to take that away from me. Um, we spoke a little bit before the show about you know, your paddling, and it um, sounds like you ride the 12-footers mostly. Is that the yes. size that you specialize in? Yeah. And Neil and I did the J race, and you won it that year. Yeah. Um, we, no, no, no. We, no, we, we didn't, didn't, yeah. we didn't we, do the J race. We you. drank beer and followed everybody in the boat, <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we rooted you on, and you went yeah. by very fast. We so go like, like, quite impressive. These people are lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> the smart ones are us in the boat. Um, uh, so it, 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 that's not a long race for you, or is that – one of your longer races that, what is it 12 miles yeah that is kind of on the longer side for me like um i like 12 mile races they usually take about two hours and it's it's a grind i mean it's it's tough but at the same time like um i do eventually want to get into like the longer races like the catalina and molokai those are something that like i strive to do eventually but um just as of like right now and like being so young, I want, really want to take care of like my body and my shoulders, and I don't want to like just start uh, throwing in a ton of mileage just quite yet. Right. Well, Does especially because you you have dreams of being on the Olympic team. <laughs> Is that a goal of yours? I mean, honestly, yeah, I want to take swimming as far as I can. If that's the point that I can get to, then that would be amazing. How important is academics to you? Because uh, mm -hmm. you're an academic All-American, I read. Obviously, it's important to you. But yes. Is there? How, how are you able to maintain both? I'm sure. Before I can interject sure. and explain what an academic All-American is. Yes, please. Yes. Thank you. So um, I was a USA Swimming Academic All-American, and what that means was I have um, junior national time standards, and then I also have a, I think it's, three seven or higher and so um i was able to uh get um sorry uh so that means just like you're able to do well in like in swimming and in the pool but you're also maintaining your grades and maintaining right. that gpa okay. well that seems like a great investment for a college oh, they you. know <laughs> well they know that you obviously have the ability to get through mm -hmm. the four years. They don't have to babysit you, yeah. you know, and so I'm sure that's important to them because mm -hmm. you're going to spend a lot of time training. Right. Exactly. 
Yeah, and like for me, what I really want to go into eventually is I want to go into the medical field. And um, as 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 like a nurse. Uh, maybe nurse. Brain or surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Academic all American, buddy. Right. We're gonna go to the top. Yeah, actually, <laughs> orthopedics are really interesting to me, and just especially like being an athlete. Like um, I've been able to learn about my body and just how um, how I need to take care of that, and I also um, just my body systems and um, especially like shoulders and joints. Like those are huge. Like I've seen a lot of like my friends have been injured. Uh, like have sh- major shoulder injuries or and need surgery like because that's something that like um like finding solutions to uh helping like younger kids who are athletes like dealing with that stuff that's like something that i find um as like a problem that needs to be dealt with and it's funny that but now nowadays when i was swimming you mm-hmm. didn't pay attention to any of that stuff you didn't care no. what you ate and you didn't care what you felt like you just got your butt fat in the pool mm-hmm. and you know you it's funny that today you know it's so microscopic what you yeah. what you look at and how what you eat mm-hmm. and how you stretch and how you take care of your body because in fact i'm, I'm <laughs> i don't know if your dad was obviously a great swimmer you don't even care about mm-hmm. that stuff back then no you got off yeah. the bus no it's put your short chicken nuggets your, huh? chicken, yeah. nuggets. chicken nuggets just keep barely out of the pub and we're gone you know is that a big part of your regimen is it do they are you instructed on like health and nutrition i haven't necessarily gotten into like the instructions yet like i don't have a nutritionist or anything like that but i really try to eat healthy um and like try to get lean proteins and vegetables and all that sorts of stuff but um i think once you get to college that's like when they start really paying attention to that and um yeah that's that's super important like my dad's day they would they'd eat a tub of ice cream for lunch <laughs> right a bowl of, big bowl of pasta for dinner right pizza in between so it's yeah it's changed. i remember those days yeah <laughs> you're still just what are you talking about <laughs> i'm still living those days uh so you, you go to SoCal High School. I do, yes. Um, I know last year in the CCS you did pretty well. Yes, I did. Um, and how well did you do? Uh, I believe I got second or third in both. I think I got second in both my events. And uh, after CCS, I went to state, and I placed fifth in both my events, actually. And um, honestly, like, uh, swimming for my high school, it's it's so much fun. It just being a part of your team and representing your school at these meets, like at CCS or at state. Yeah. And um, it's just, it's really amazing, especially. It's those, yeah. these days, it's these, these times that your high school times that you will not f- ever forget. I remember yeah. my high school days swimming. It was so much fun. Now, yeah. you know, now I don't remember what I had for breakfast in the morning, but mm-hmm. like, I mean, I remember that like, state. That's huh? a pretty, that's an amazing feat. Cause yeah. we're talking <laughs> like, what it, fit, so if you got fifth, you were like what a couple hundredths of a second behind or something. I mean, something it was probably like that, that yeah. close of a finish. Yeah, but honestly, like I'd say the thing that I'm most impressed about with is with my team. Like my team, um, we had uh, just enough girls for a relay, and we still ended up placing. I think it was like 13th or something in the state. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then we also had uh, Jane Evans who. She's she's amazing. She's one of our swimmers at SoCal, and she actually um, she was able to compete in the para. 
Yeah, for division. Hmm. Wow. And, and the what division was that? Um, what was it? Paradivision. Yeah. So that is the. Um, she has Down syndrome. Okay. Oh, I think I saw that something yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. She was able to compete for us and score us points. So. That's that amazing. Huh. That is How very cool. How inspiring is that? Yeah, it was wow. really cool. Yeah. She's That's awesome. amazing. And does she practice with the team too? Yeah, she does. Huh. That is so cool. I love that. You know, and who's the coach? My dad actually is the coach. Oh, so dad's yeah. ringer. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. You know, now it's all coming together. You know, to me, t- <laughs> wow, he's horrible. <laughs> that's, that's that guy's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> a jerk. But see, see, see that to me, like the way she got, you know, she speaks. Grab yeah. the microphone. Let's go. Yeah, yeah no. I yeah. mean, she gets. Yeah. You, no. you get on the you get on the starting block. I, I think you got some of the other kids are a little nervous because you seem like you seem like you don't have you're not nervous and. I could just see you uh, off the block and gone. Yeah. And you, you, right? For sure. You know, you're going to no do, you. do great in life. I have no problems thinking Thank that you're you so anything much. but success. Um, getting back to paddling, what kind of board do you paddle? So I paddle a 12-foot stock board that's actually made by Bob Pearson. Really? Oh, okay. Bob, a Bob mention. Yeah. Yeah, and Bob when you picked it up, was he wearing bright colored pants? <laughs> oh, yes. He was wearing, like, bright red pants. Were they yellow? Bright red pants? Hey, the red ones. All right. We always want to know what color Bob's pants we are. Always make, know, when so. he, he's been on he, he, uh, our very first show. When, mm-hmm. I did that, when I did our very first show, I'm like, who, who's, who can, who's going to be the first guest? Mm-hmm. Bob Pearson. No way. Yeah, I think he wore yellow pants. <laughs> I remember. So he's been on the show. He's been on the show so many times. We always have a bet, like what color pants he's gonna wear. Yeah, it's <laughs> He funny. walks in and we go, oh shit. One time we're walking with like blue jeans on. We're like, gosh darn it! I knew it was gonna be red. Uh, and did you just help design this board? I did. Yes, that was. I think one of the most uh, incredible or really cool things about that process was I was able to talk with Bob and we. Um, we were looking at other paddle boards and just uh, like w- the features that we liked. And we decided that we wanted to make a board that had a longer water length. So, um, and also deep knee wells. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, like. Is it hard to prone paddle deep knee wells? No, it actually makes it way easier if hmm. you're on your knees. But, um, and it doesn't really make a difference if you're just going prone, like laying down. And do you paddle on your knees more than prone? I try to paddle on my knees more than prone because typically like for me knee paddling is way faster than being just prone yeah i try to use prone as like kind of my rest state and knee paddling is your dig you dig on the knees so you've got more of the water you got more of the, of the hull in the water correct yes doesn't that doesn't that uh is, is there more friction because of that would you want m- no that actually really helps because i'm able to glide longer okay. and um it just it creates like uh like I can get up to speed and then I can be um, taking less strokes yeah. and taking more powerful strokes that help me glide in the water. Yeah. You know, it makes sense with boat design right now because boat mm-hmm. design is very long water lines. Exactly. Um, and so it makes sense with what's current in yeah. you know, design. And right. It is a wing, so right. it's an aeronautical thing in the water. Mm-hmm. But that's interesting to hear. Yeah. And are you, so you're happy you love your board. Oh, yeah. Give I love props. It. Anybody want to get a Bob Pearson paddleboard? Check oh, in. Oh, for sure. Okay. That's good to <laughs> know. So if you, if you do go to Alabama, uh-huh. I'm just undecided right now, but if you do go, uh, what, how, could, how did you choose that school over the other schools? Honestly, like, um, it was a tough process. Because it was it's California girl going to Alabama. <laughs> it's just, it's, it, just, it seems <laughs> odd. Yeah, it I'm seems off. It's it seems mm-hmm. odd. And then I meet this other, my other friend, kid, mm-hmm. like, he's going to Alabama. But yeah. 
I think, um, honestly, I wanted a different experience. Okay. And then I also, when I was looking for um, what type of program I wanted, I felt that Alabama just really matched what um, what I was looking for, and both academically and um, and athletically. Like uh, on the academic side of things, like like I said, I really want to go into the medical field, and Alabama actually has the highest rate of um, kids who get into medical school in yeah. the country. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually like 60% or something like that of kids right. who graduated from Alabama get into medical school. Right. Are you looking far enough now, advanced down the road, where you want to go into your postgraduate stuff? Um, I'm, I'm not at that point yet, but um, I think pretty soon I will be. But um, And then also on the athletic side, um, they've got this new staff, uh, new coaches, and I really um, – I really bonded with all the co uh, coaches and especially with the head coach, Coley Stickles. Coley and Stickles. Coley Stickles. Oh, wow, okay, that's a name. Southern name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just, honestly, I felt like um, the kids on the team were who I wanted to be with. They were the type of people who I felt um, that could push me, but also that I wanted to be friends with. And yeah. That's cool. You I know, my sister it. had an academic scholarship for swimming, and mm -hmm. they um, they had housing for her, and she was living with other swimmers. Is that a plan for you as well? Yes. So my first year, I will be living in um, a dorm room with four or five other girls. Wow. And on the swim team, but that's gonna be really. That's probably gonna be harder than college. Because <laughs> 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 you can survive that, you can survive anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, that, and then the, and then the sophomore year, you might yeah, be in a different situation. Year, you'll usually move out into like an apartment or um, just off-campus housing, something like that. Now, I can imagine in Alabama, off-campus housing is probably more affordable than California. Yeah. Yes, it is. And so you might be able to. And that's something that do they help you with that? Usually in a scholarship housing, is that is that, are you negotiating that? <laughs> I think that's. Um, I think that it can be. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah, new, usually you get like a cafeteria access or something exactly. too. Right. Yeah. yeah, they've got a really um, awesome um, student or sorry, athletic uh, cafeteria, and that was that was pretty great eating there. It was like dorm, really good food. And I, I'm a little, I'm, I'm not an expert on the scholarship mm -hmm. thing, but um, do you sign for a four-year deal? Is that how it works? Like you, you, yes. and, and so even if like you were injured or something, that that deal would still be okay. Yes, if I get injured like through swimming, then that um, that will hold out, I believe. So and um, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. And so I will sign in November, and that's. And uh, you're you're pretty confident. You like Alabama. Well, yeah. I mean, they you. got they got the great. <laughs> they got the they got the good food. They, they, right? they do. Well, they got they got they got the easy street to to mm -hmm. medical school, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And you got a great they got a great. Uh, a swim team. She can paddle yeah. faster than an alligator. <laughs> yeah, they've got a river that runs right through campus. They said they want me to paddle right on that river, so. Yeah. Wow. I'm up for it. I'm sure, I mean, there's paddling everywhere now. I'm sure you'll be able to meet paddlers and create friendships along the way doing oh, that yeah. as well down there. Um, there hasn't been any paddle races, has there, recently? Um, recently, no. We did a J paddle just to just to continue the tradition and commemorate uh, Jay Moriarty's uh, memory and legacy but that yeah. was pretty unofficial and it was just a group of friends who decided yeah, to right. go out and go for it how many j races have you paddled in 
Ooh, um, I've paddled in. Well, for the distance, do you mean like the or twelve mile the or kid ones of the I kid mean, ones? Honestly, I think like since I was maybe six or seven years old, like I that's when I really started uh, doing the kids races, and then I did the um, did like the two mile like from like ten to uh 13 and then um i started i did my first 12 mile race when i was 14. wow congratulations thank you and and so you didn't do this year so you've done at least three 12 milers now right yes and have you gone other places now and raced as well yes i have actually um in 2018 i was able to win the j race and i was on uh team usa for um for the isa uh uh, world champs uh, sup and paddle uh, competition in uh, Hainan, China. How was that? That was pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. That was really now, fun. Now, were you able to take your board with you? I was. So, Bob actually made that board for that specific event. Like, it's got a giant American flag across the deck. And, um, yeah, we shipped it. Or, well, it flew with us over on the plane. It just counted as oversized luggage. Wow. And were you the tallest female in China? Oh, <laughs> 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 um, no, not counting the foreign other foreign girls. Like okay. I well, was yeah. pretty short compared to some right, of them. Okay. <laughs> and how did you do? I did actually really well. So um, in the technical race, I got fourth. And then in the distance race, uh, which was about the same length as a J race, I actually ended up taking third place. It's on the ocean? Yes, on the ocean. And how were the conditions? So for the um, the technical race, they wanted us going in and out of surf and around buoys. And um, so we would start on shore, and then we would go out to this far buoy, and then we would uh, come in through the surf and then um, navigate a few other buoys. And then we'd actually have to come up onto the shore and run around a flag with our boards and then head back out for a few laps. Wow. Obstacle course. Did, you know, that fun. Did, did you know that going <laughs> in or – um, yes, I actually watched um, a few videos okay. of the race that um, happened, like the or the few, sorry, of a few um, of the world champs, like the years before. So I kind of knew what to expect. And then also um, on the distance race, they actually had it a uh, they had ha- they had us do laps, and it was three six k laps. Um, and for the distance race, actually, like, uh, I had kind of, a a little, um, unfortunate incident and I lost my water bottles at the start of the race. Oh yeah. Which kind of sucked. A little dehydrated at the end of that one. I think yeah, Denho mentioned, <laughs> Denho mentioned that and she's still, I mean, she still kicked ass. You know, <laughs> 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 wow. So yeah, I was first to the beach, but getting up off my board, um, I collapsed and then um, I, like they got ahead of me on the run and then I ran up and like I kind of tied with the second place girl. She was, um, but then um, across the finish line, I actually passed out. Oh. From being dehydrated? Yeah, yeah. from being so dehydrated. In our minds, you won that race. Yeah, we, you won. Yeah, 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 third place gold. on a technical you know, we thing. We give you the gold. Yeah, we're going to give you the gold for that <laughs> one for oh, sure. Thank you so yeah. much. And that, so the J race that year was a qualifier for the Worlds, right? Yes, it and, was. Uh, and so you went. Did anybody else from the J race go? Um, I went, and then actually they had um, – so 
this year or the year that I went, they actually had kind of a little bit of chaos with that because one of the people that was supposed to go uh, ended up couldn't uh, like he couldn't go, and then the next guy couldn't go, and then the guy after that, uh, Steve Schlenz, who's the team um, team manager for the prone people. He, um, he was next in line and he didn't want to go, but um, actually we had Hunter Fluger, who's from Hawaii, and he went to um, a few of the uh, other ISA, um, other ISA races uh, in representing Hawaii. So he got called up and he went. How'd he do? He did amazingly. He won the distance race. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's like being the like MMA guy. Hey, can you fight tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. And then win. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like he, he was amazing. Like I gained so much knowledge just from him. Like hmm. he really helped me out with um, prepping for that race and just uh, giving me ideas like for technique and all that. Like I really, um, he's a really amazing guy. You know, uh, TC and I have been in the show for like seven years, mm-hmm. right? And we've had God knows how many people on the show. Yeah. And then so many athletes have been so many athletes have been on the show that we've enjoyed, love talking to, <laughs> and we have we all have our favorites. My favorite, who I think is the stud of the like all of them, yeah, is Chris Kim, uh, Kim Rutherford. Oh, Kim, oh, yeah, oh she's yeah, Kim Rutherford. God she, bless her, is my friend. But you know what? So I see cool. these people in the path. You know, I have nothing against people paddling. Yeah. Across the bay, blah, 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 blah. She swam across the bay backwards. She's insane. Right? I think you know how many people, you know, you know, do you know how many people have swam the Monterey Bay? Yeah, not many. Four. And all, all of those people are all women. Isn't that amazing? No guy has swam that, pa- no guy has swam that across the Monterey Bay. And she swam it against the current. It took a 27 hour. That was, every time I see her, I'm like, Dude, you just well, yeah, you know, so impressive. Like, she is amazing because this is why she's dealing with jellyfish constantly. Well, exactly. And to me, that's and, like a horror movie. And there's yeah. one more. Her name is Robin Rasmussen Rose. Uh-huh. And Robin Rose, she just swam Tahoe Saturday, the lake oh, of no Tahoe. Way. And she's a breast cancer survivor. Oh my gosh. And it, it just amazing. She's an aptos. I mean, yeah. we saw her out in the middle of the bay one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were out in the middle what of the bay. The she goes yeah. swim by. We're like, yeah. what are you doing out here? <laughs> 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 on the chain race. <laughs> and we're like, what the? Yeah. Race. She goes, she, oh, we check out the race you're like no. the hell you're for she goes we decided to swim the race yeah, yeah that's like, okay. we're to swim yeah, the race, gonna swim the race. <laughs> <laughs> they left to come out an hour early yeah <laughs> but yeah. but yeah. you know the the, the, uh, the women you know i mean it's such str- the strength of the women is um, incredible mm-hmm. you know yeah yes and well, then she's you, a sprinter though so yeah <laughs> she has a and great excuse not to do it and i think the paddler that we i look up to is uh is Chris Burdish. Yes. Oh, That's wow. what I thought you were going to say was Chris. Yeah, Burdish, because I just, we, every time I see, you know, that guy is. His, oh, his stories are amazing. Amazing stories. Uh, just amazing stories. Currently, with the coronavirus, practicing must be kind of tough. Yeah. It's been, it's been interesting. Like, um, at the beginning, like, we had no access to any pools. So, me and one of my friends, um, we actually, we started paddling a lot. It was one of my swim friends. And so uh, we were paddling almost every day. And then one day, actually, while we were paddling, we had a little encounter. And, oh, uh, that's right. Oh, that was right out here. Yeah, it was right yeah. out 38th. And, yeah. So uh, the shark bit the board, your friend's board. Yeah. So we were coming back um, from a paddle, like, up to the point. We were going, heading back to Capitola area. And so, anyways, we were on the outside of the kelp. It was about, like, 6 15 6 30 at night and so um 
anyways, like, we're downwinding, and I was like, hey, watch this. I'm, I'm going to race you back. Like, uh, you, you beat me out here, but watch this. And then, uh, so anyways, like, I got ahead of him, and, um, like, I – I remember like just hearing him like freaking out, like screaming. I'm like, oh, what's this kid doing? And then I <laughs> look around, I'm like, oh, I bet he sees a shark, you know. It's, I like yell at him, like, hey, it's, it's all right. Like, just, just chill out. We're, we're going to go in. And like, he just, he continues to freak out. I'm like, man, you must be really scared of sharks or something. Yeah, like, well, I'm s- <laughs> well it, 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 it literally put a, a, he got like a bite. Yeah. I didn't know that until we got into the beach. I was like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> Are you serious? Wow. Man, I thought he just, like, saw one and, like, freaked out or something. Oh, he didn't rise, he didn't rise a bit as bored. No. It, and, like, and he, but he was unscratched. Yes. Yeah, so, actually, like, it bit his board. He fell off. And then he got back on the board backwards to, like, see what was going on. And then he sees this shark coming at him. Um, its eyes are rolled back. Like, he just sees these white eyes. And he punches the thing over and over until it like leaves or whatever and he, he just did you guys hear that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he punched the shark the shark yeah wow and it worked it worked i mean it left him alone but man like that was that was intense has he been paddling since he has been but um i've got to say i don't think he's very fired up to go out in front of 38th anymore and that's where that what? was out yeah. yeah that was out in, yeah in front of that's right where we saw our angry shark yeah. But was it two years right. ago today? Was two it? years ago today. Yeah, two years ago today. Yeah, an- an- yeah an anniversary the of anniversary. you and I hugging each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jack O'Neill's paddle out. We were the first boat to get yeah. out there, and we saw a giant shark jump right at the kelp line at 38th oh, Avenue and make a huge splash, and it was mad, and its mouth was open. Bet oh. all, yeah, it was all, fl- yeah. all flexed and angry. <laughs> and for like 10 feet away. And uh, we're like, we're not getting in the water. <laughs> it was, then, lo and behold, a half hour later, 3,000 yeah. people showed up, and we did go in the water. Yeah, yeah. But, Dan uh, Holm comes in. Dan, Dan Holm was the first one on Dan scene. Holm he came, he goes paddling up. I go, hey, Jeff, uh, just... there's a great wike here. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Have him. He can bite me. <laughs> I'll wrestle the son of <laughs> That's what he said. He's I'll like, just kill it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll smoke that thing. <laughs> I'll ride it. <laughs> he wasn't concerned at all. We're still hugging each other. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> There's a shark. <laughs> so, uh, scary situation. But you didn't really see it happen, right? No, I didn't see it happen. So, I was – I had a feeling something was wrong. But I didn't, like – I just kind of, like, told myself, you know what? It's probably nothing. He probably just saw it and, like, is freaking out. But, yeah, I think it's a good idea to head in kind of quickly. Hmm. Yeah. So, are you paddling on the inside of the kelp now? Um – yeah, actually, like, it's things have changed. Like, I usually don't go out by myself anymore, and um, typically we go on the inside. But we've been going more on the outside. Like, right after it happened, we're like, ah, oh, it's probably just a one-time thing, and like we started paddling on the outside again, like just immediately after it happened. But then um, more incidents happened, like especially with uh, the Ben Kelly. Yeah. Right. That yep. Was, yep. Yep. I think honestly. Things have changed here. And well, you, yeah. we can talk about Chris, the helicopter pilot. Chris mm-hmm. specializes yeah, helicopters. He, he comes every year and he just scares, yeah. the, shit, he just scares the shit out of us. It gives me anxiety <laughs> talking about sharks. Yeah, but it's true. I mean, he comes, up, he goes up and down every day, and he's like, he's like the, the thing that, yeah, that was cemented in our mind when we left. The thing night, that gave me anxiety. Yeah, he said, if you swim, if you surf at Manresa or anywhere up anywhere that right there, you will get visited by a great white shark. Yeah. 
they'll come, they come up, they may not come anywhere near you, they'll just face 20 feet away, 30 feet away, and they just check you out. Yeah. And he goes, they go, they go, they go into the deep mm-hmm. in the canyon to eat, and they come back, and they hang out, and they sleep in that warm spot, which is right in front of my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But once in a while, you get a guy, like, you get a shark, who's like, I ain't going all the way out there yeah. to get my food. I'm just going to mm-hmm. go see what's over here. Yeah. That's what happened to Ben Kelly. You know, mm-hmm. they just, they're not, usually would go after somebody like this, but. Yeah. Huh. yeah. yeah. Was like, they was like, yeah, I haven't surfed Manresa since. So mentally that changed your game a little <clears throat> bit. It's, yeah, it's changed. Honestly, like, I think we've had a lot of uh, great white sharks here for a few years now, but that's kind of been like the same group of juveniles returning. And they've gotten bigger. You know, things mm-hmm. have changed. It's not the same conditions that you're facing out in the water anymore. Right. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And when, I mean, I always look at it this way. All the years that we've been surfing here mm-hmm. and all the years people have been swimming in the ocean, we've had a couple of encounters. Yeah. More people have been run over on East Cliff Drive. Yeah. You know, so if you really are scared, then better look both ways when you cross the road because you have a better <laughs> chance of dying doing that than That's you do true. being in the water. So, right. you know, it, when you got to really look at it in that text. But it is when you have an encounter, you suddenly become like one of those people who's had an encounter. Yeah. And that can remind you, like we did that day two years ago, yep. that they're out there. They're and out when there. you don't see them, you take it for granted. Yeah. Everyone's seeing them now. We're talking about it. Yeah. You have an encounter. Yeah. yeah. But it's not keeping you from paddling. No, no. Um, with swimming, though, getting back to trying to work out, you're, uh, you're traveling to other places to train? Yeah. We've been going uh, to San Jose to train usually and then also to Scotts Valley. So it hasn't been too bad. I mean – Wherever we can get water time, honestly, we'll take it. Yeah. So do you social distance? Yes, we do. We have uh, pretty serious precautions put in place. Like, usually it's one kid per lane, or um, if we have to, we'll do two kids per lane, but starting at the se- at opposite sides of the pool. And also, like, we can't get near each other. We have to, like, wear masks, like, when we're on the pool deck. And... Um, just other stuff like that. W- was this something you checked out when you went to Alabama that, you know, how uh, these guys are, you know, taking it seriously rather than some of these, some of these states, it seems like they're not taking it seriously. And d- d- how is COVID going to affect, you know, uh, the swimming back there? You know, honestly, like uh, when we were really deciding on um, schools, I was kind of down between like UCLA and Alabama. And one of the things for us that we thought uh, was going to be a good idea to go to Alabama was because um, since Alabama, like, just has, like, this huge um, financial cushion from football, they're going to be a program that's going to be able to, like, continue uh, running. And we're seeing a lot more, like, college programs, like, having to cut sports. Like, the other day, Stanford cut 11 sports. And that's a private school that has – you know, a lot of funds. Yeah, a lot of funds. So right. was swimming affected at um, Stanford? I don't think swimming was. Okay, because like, they're they're a premier program. Yeah, they're a premier program, so they're not going to cut that. Can hmm. I ask you this question? Do you think mm-hmm. Do you think uh, colleges or college students athletes should get paid? You know, because <sighs> you take you take yeah. a, a school like Alabama where they're making a lot of they're making a lot of money from mm-hmm. football and the kids are sacrificing themselves obviously yeah and do you think but i mean it's a general question I'm not trying to point it on alabama but do you think athletes, athletes students should be, should, be, should be paid you know honestly i'd say i'd say i could go either way on it but for me if you're getting um a good academic scholarship yeah 
and they're taking care of you i don't i think that's enough okay this payment yeah um but like if especially if you're gonna be paid and like if you're like a big time basketball player and you're gonna go to the nba you're already gonna make money yeah or <coughs> football player you're gonna already gonna make money there's a lot of money that's out there for those sports okay well it's cool. tough because like speedo could come to you and be like we want to give you a million dollars to represent us in college. And you're like, I can't. And you're like, you can't take a dollar. Man, I would <laughs> if I could. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, you could go either way with it. Like, Well, swimming has a swimming has a once every four year window you know, being exactly. the Olympics. I mean, otherwise people aren't watching it on TV. I mean, you the Olympics, you're like, you can allude to it. Yeah. But any other meet, it's not something you sit down and watch on TV. No, I mean, I think maybe in the case of swimming, actually, yeah, you kind of do need those. Like, if you're a student athlete and you're trying to, like, find work or eventually become just a, a swimmer, like, a professional swimmer, you need those, like, financial right. uh, securities. Right. So, yeah, maybe you got to line them up in college. Maybe right. that's Maybe that's what it is. Is there professional swimming? Yes, there is. And um, wh what does that consist of? So that usually consists, like right now, actually, um, there's been an organization that's kind of spearheaded professional swimming. It's called the ISL. And so right now what the ISL is doing is they have um, created uh, like a championship series of meets for professional swimmers. And then um, like those professional swimmers have committed to uh, teams to represent. Right. Like, um, let's say, we have um, famous swimmers like uh, Ryan Murphy, um, Michael Andrew, and uh, maybe like Margot Gear. Um, I don't, I don't think they're all in the same team, but like they will all represent this one team, and then like the points that they earn at meets like go to that team. Right, and there's a cash purse. Um, probably, yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Like the they earn money like from their sponsors just on like how they do well or how well they do at those meets right and also just at other meets like they have uh like a tier pro um is an example of like a championship meet like if you win at the tier pro then you win money okay. mm. so you're doing very well with the microphone oh thank you yeah, yeah great. she's good yeah no, she's fantastic. Good. Now, so if you were if you were in, in here or tcc mm -hmm. who which swimmer would you want to interview oh Honestly, like, I think Aaron Pearsall, actually. Um, so Aaron Pearsall was an Olympian years ago. And uh, I think, like, in the 2000s, he set a world record in backstroke. And actually, Aaron Pearsall, um, he lives in Newport Beach, I believe. And he's, a, he's tied to, like, the lifeguard programs down there. And then he also likes to prone paddle. Mm. So, so you didn't interview him. Right, well, it's all your interests or his interests. Yeah, I think like he's a really uh, cool guy and really, um, especially for me, like I see him as a really um, impressive role model. After college, you tend to come back here and get involved in the, you know, can you, obviously you can teach a lot of <laughs> kids, right? I mean, do you, do you think you get back back into, into swimming here and perhaps coaching kids in, in this area? You know, honestly, yeah, I would love to give back. Like, um, I, for me, I was really, I was brought up in a community that, uh, like, water sports are so important here. And, um, you know, like, I've been granted a lot of opportunities 
um, through people, like through organizations, through like my swim team, my um, junior guards, and just other people who have been in the water and I've seen as role models. So I think like if I could get back in some sort of way, I would love to. You love that. You know what I like about you. What I like about her. Like <laughs> she's positive. She knows what's going on. She's not sitting at home looking at computer games. Mm-hmm. She's got a goal. <laughs> she's got goals no set. Computer games. She. Yeah. She. Mm-hmm. It's like wonderful oh, to see you. and have you here. I mean, thank you so much. We're, we're stoked that you came. No, and totally us. stoked. But before we finish the show, I just got to ask you, how's it like having your dad be your coach? Oh. Is it tough? I mean, so my dad is my coach in high school swimming, and. Um, <clears throat> I usually swim like with my club like year round, but I think honestly it's been nice having him there as a coach. I think. Is he hard on you? Oh yeah. Push you? <laughs> Did he push you? Give yeah. me give me an example of him. Give us an example of him pushing you. Um, well he'll tell me to suck things up and just do it, and then <laughs> like he'll be a little he'll be a little ni- less nice to me than like the other kids. Like, um, he'll expect more of me. Like just being able to be responsible and uh, do stuff for the team. Like, that's the standard that I'm held up to. But honestly, I think, you know, like, I need that. I, I really appreciate him doing that. And he's donated a lot of his time to help SoCal Swimming. And I think that's been just – he's made a really positive impact in a lot of kids' lives. Did you meet Dave King? I did. Uh. Dave King was – Mm-hmm. He's an amazing guy, and he really was a great moral model, especially growing up. Like, I met him – I think I met him while I was doing a paddleboard race. Like, I was on my dad's board, and Dave King and uh, my dad were, like, racing up the beach. And so, like, I got off the board and raced Dave King. You were little then, I'm sure, right? Yeah, I was <laughs> – oh, I was so competitive. And then – oh, man. He was a great guy. Are you competitive like everything, Mo- I mean, mo- like Monopoly or uh, <laughs> anything? I'd say anything sporty. I I love competing in sports events and I love competing in the water. But I say, yeah, if I'm with my family, we can get pretty competitive in just about anything. Very cool. Well, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Yes. Well, thank you. This so show much we get we did another show. We just mentioned Dave King and we just you know. That's yep. He's in a better spot. He needed to be in a better spot where he can go swimming and go paddling again because mm-hmm. it wasn't happening for him here. So hopefully he's in a spot where he can be doing that. Okay. Yes. Rest in peace, Dave King. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on the show. Thank Just you stoked. so much. And uh, we're going to say, f- say hello to a few people. John Rivera, Captain John Rivera from Chardonnay. Yep, of Captain. course. Chardonnay uh, follows every J race, too. That's yeah. John Captain. I want to thank John that. Rivera. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Sean Robay from Farmers Insurance. I want to mm-hmm. thank Chill Out Cafe, where they? Roll the fatties. They do roll the fatties over there. I want to thank uh, Timmy from Pono. <laughs> mm-hmm. Timmy's uh, another uh, another kid on the way. Father Let's again to be. Yeah. Yep. Father again. Numa from Aloha Island Grill. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, yep, yep. stack for your earplugs. Do you wear earplugs? Uh, when I paddle, or, or yeah. uh, when you're in the water? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. listing stack has your custom media plugs. Uh, who else am I missing? Uh, um, pizza ca- One and Aptos. Uh, staying out of that place. The kayak connection. Kayak connection. You yep. can get a kayak now mm-hmm. at the harbor and still at Elkhorn Slough. Elkhorn uh, the Slough. The wave clock. With the, the wave clock. We Thanks. Can see a wave clock across the street. Right here. Right now. Thanks, yep. uh, Craig from the waveclock.com. Mm-hmm. Who am I uh, Sean Robbins. People's, people's Coffee. Mm-hmm. Curtis, thank you, Curtis. Always supporting the show. Yep. That's it. That's about it. Fig. Fake from Surf City, City Sandwich. Sandwich. Yep. I had a burger there yesterday, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, man. <laughs> it was brutal. But you know what? She goes, you want chips or salad? And she went, she emphasized the chips. Oh, is, are you chips or salad? I'm like, give me the salad. So <laughs> you can't sell it being like, I was like, low-calorie lunch yeah. and a salad. Yeah, yeah. Negative. I, yeah. Okay, good on you. Thank uh, you, Fig. Yeah, thanks, Fig. And uh, thanks for coming to the show. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. Well, really I, uh, Alabama is going to be stoked to have oh. you. And so those guys are lucky, and hopefully you go out there and have tons of success. Well, thank yeah. you so much. And, and paddling. Are we going paddling tomorrow? Are you paddling tomorrow? Yeah, we're going paddling tomorrow. You aren't paddling anywhere. No. Catch <laughs> 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 show on alternateradio.com, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, mm-hmm. Stitcher, yep. Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and iHeartRadio. Yep. And just say Amazon Alexa. Am- hey, Alexa. Listen to Authentic Radio Show and I'll come I right I love up. that. Tyler Fox, thanks for having us. Thank you.